Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 15 of Intuit. I am Sal. And I'm Lyndon. And we are back for episode 15. What a week it has been. I... I'm just going to take this moment now because I'm not waiting until Hot Topics. We're talking about it now. Go ahead. So the meeting of Mariah came out on Tuesday. She had an Oprah interview come out last week. You know, I watched that from beginning to end. And what? I am not finished yet. I am at the emancipation part. Just got finished with the emancipation of Mimi era. We're at that part in the book. Is the next era the billionaire? No, that was no, that was before this. So that was the like nineties. No, but I mean, like mean the, the the billionaire that she broke off her engagement with. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Mm. So that's going to come soon. I didn't even think consider if that would be in the book because that's like, see, there's so much. But if it was in her show, I think it's going to be in the book. But I don't know. Who knows? But even. Because the show, I feel like, was such a tacky representation of what her career was. Because with Stella and all that, we know this. It was so fake. It really <laughs> she was. She was airbrushing um, every shot. Good for her. <laughs> I loved it. Oh. <laughs> but, oh my God. Whether you are a fan or not, just as a testament of life itself, go read this book. I mean, there are so many insightful moments in terms of her identity, her race, her family life, pulling herself up by herself, by her bootstraps, and constantly being kicked down by people closest to her. And, you know, over the years, there were so many assumptions, especially if you were a lamb, as to what went on in her life. And it's surprising to read there are some relationships that you thought were strong, but yeah. were not at all in the slightest. And I feel like in today's day and age, I've heard this theme of checking in on your inner child. Yes. You know, we love the read. We love Crystal. And she's always saying, take care of that little kid inside, you know. And this whole book, you know, from the beginning, she's writing, you know, This is for that inner child and anyone else's inner child who was neglected and left alone. And you're reading it. I'm sending it to you. I'm going to ask you this now as a side note. I was thinking, because I was going to talk to you about this in the beginning, if we did, I want to do like a book club. I think that would be fun and cute. Oh, I'm down for that. Okay. I'm da- especially uh, too if we did it like after hot topics because there's not really that many hot topics exactly, happening yeah. other than just like the cruelty in the world. So like <laughs> utilizing that time, yes, like to dive into this book. I'm totally okay. Down fantastic for that. because I was thinking about doing it in one episode, but honest to God, it is so much to dissect. I am over <laughs> here fucking analyzing this book like it is the Great Gatsby, and I am in tenth oh. grade. As you should. I would expect nothing less from you with this book. I'm reading it around the first time. Then I'm listening to the audiobook. So, and I can't wait for the audiobook. I've been trying not to go on Twitter because I know some of the lambs are already like spoiling it because apparently she's already singing throughout. And there's one thing that I want to talk about that's just, I mean, I've cried so many times reading this book, but the thing Mm -hmm. that has touched me the most, and I listened to the Mariah Report, shout out to you guys 
Love your podcast. Um, they were talking to Michaela Angela Davis, who helped Mariah write this book. And she was just talking about how, from a fan's point of view, you know, she's been a writer in the entertainment industry for years. And, you know, she has never seen a fandom, a group of people like the Lamps, like the Lamely, you know, like Taylor Swift has her fans. So many people has, you know, fans and I'm not trying to discredit them, whatever, mm-hmm. but in a weird way, there is a bond that, and I know I sound crazy saying this, that is just so, it's just an, and Mariah said it in her book over and over again, and it just touched me so much, you know, we're like a family. And she means that. Yeah. She's like, my fa- fans are my family. I don't have a family. And there's an unconditional love there. And it's such a weird thing to say because it's like, I've never met this woman in my life. You know, no, and plus. Could, listen, you're talking to a One Direction stan. I mean, like 2011 <laughs> and on yes. stan who now through therapy is realizing that my inner child was very heavily wounded. And it wasn't until the period of one direction that I started remembering my childhood or in the sense of we're learning now in therapy that I actually don't really remember anything before one direction came into my life, because that was the first time in a long time that I had been consistently getting serotonin. (laughs) (laughs) And I know that is a very common experience across the one direction fandom. So when I say I understand it, I mean, I understand. Yeah. And, but it, it's just unbelievable. And, you know, it's so, this woman's music has been in my life through the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. And it's weird because I'm, this was, this fandom was born before I was even born. So it's kind of odd, but there's nothing like it. And this woman has been such a saving grace to me and to so many other people. And there was a moment in the podcast that I wanted to share with Michaela talking about the lambs and just how diverse of a group of people we are. So I just want to include this little audio clip. And she's I mean, I think so much of her fan base is very complex too. Meaning, like I, when I go to her Christmas shows, I've never seen such a diverse crowd in my entire life. Like, mm-hmm. first of all, my best friend that comes with me is Muslim, so I've got this Muslim <laughs> friend who's the biggest lamb in the world going to a Christmas show, yes. and then and then we can be standing in front of like an old Jewish couple, and next to them is like, you know, like a trans Native American person, like. Every kind of person is united through this musical experience. And so... So that's pretty much, I'll leave that there. But I just noticed myself, and I'm not sure if you noticed, it was kind of different when we saw her with Lionel because there was a mix of crowds. But I feel like when we went to Caution... We were chatting it up with people. Oh, when caution was I, that was a crowd. Yes. Like we were having a great time. <laughs> when I went to see her Christmas show, I was chatting up with these girls next to us. And just like seeing everybody it's such an open and loving atmosphere. Yeah. And I don't know. This group of fans, honestly, just like none else. And I'm in a few Facebook groups and just seeing the outpouring of love and support that people have for each other and that this woman and her music has inspired us all is just unbelievable. But back to the book, if you are not a fan or if you are even a fan, we're going to talk about it on this show and really dive into this woman's life because it is 
It's just, uh, it's oh a life story. Oh my God, the struggle she had, you, half of us would not even be able to get through. So um, I am just so excited about that. And just speaking about this moment, it's funny because <laughs> the older lambs on Twitter are like, Listen, we have never experienced something like this out of the entire <laughs> entirety of her career. We have not gotten this much content ever. So fucking clutch your pearls and get fucking ready and appreciate what we have. Because we had this fucking book released on Tuesday mm-hmm. and I haven't even finished it yet. And now we have a fucking album coming out tonight of all the rarities. I'm sorry, what? The rarities album is coming out tonight. So like all those songs in her vault from the 90s forward were put into an album that's coming out tonight and being released tonight. So we're just getting new music that we've never heard before. Some of which wow. we have, but um, I... Wow. I'm just wow, trying to. You're eating. I'm just trying to take it all in day by day. I, like I no, haven't even finished this book yet. I'm like I can't keep up, and it's funny because I'm like I'm working. Like I don't have time during the day to do this. <laughs> and then I'm, I follow a few younger like lambs on Twitter, and you know they already read the book and are like putting all these spoilers. I'm like stop. Oh, like, absolutely. I can't absolutely. even catch up. But that has been my little spiel. That was like a ten minute shindig. We're going to talk about this next episode. There are four parts. We have Wayward Child, Sing Sing, All That Glitters, and Emancipation. So next Ooh, week... Emancipation's going to be good. Yes. <laughs> so next week, we're going to focus on Wayward Child. This is the first part of the book. So if you have the book, feel free to read it with us. If not, feel free to listen because we're going to be explaining it as we go. I think it's just going to be very interesting and I can't wait to um, discuss because there are a lot of especially this time that we're living in, there are some things and issues that are talked about in this book that um, are so, so relevant. And um, yeah, so that's my little. How have you been? (laughs) I... (laughs) No, no, I'm honestly really excited. Also, I wanted to say I'm really excited to read the book because I think it's really rare, even though it does quite... It does happen, but I think it's really rare for an artist to be this frank and honest about their life in this specific way while they're still alive and, like, while they're still young. And, like, you know, they're clearly not, like, on their last leg where they're like, oh, I just wanted to, like, write out a biography or, like, other people are putting words in her mouth. No, she's taking this moment to say, this is my chance to tell my side. Yeah, so I'm really excited. But yeah, no, for my week, um, last week after the Breonna Taylor verdict, after we recorded, as the night went on, I slowly recognized that I was starting to listen more to my old pop punk and screamo playlist because I was so angry. Okay, hold up. (laughs) I cannot believe I didn't talk about this. See, this is why we are getting so much content. I can't even process it and I have to cut you off. No, go for it. Did you hear about Mariah Carey's like pop punk album that she came out with in the 90s that no one no. knew about and she finally decided to fucking talk about it. I had no idea that that even existed. See, this goes to show there is so much that has happened in this past week from having a fucking interview with the Oprah Winfrey to fucking yes. releasing <laughs> this book and now this album. So, oh my god. This woman who people consider to be a pop and R&B diva yeah. While she was recording Fantasy and One Sweet Day and Always Be My Baby in the 90s, she recorded an alternative 
very like Alanis Morissette inspired, like that 90s grunge, this 90s grunge album that she would record after her daydream sessions of recording that album. What? And, yeah. Yeah. And Mariah. Yes. Did she want to be recording that album? Well, she was in the book. She talks about it and she talks about how it was a way she loved it because it was a way of her getting out all her angst from her, you know, very controlling and manipulative marriage that she was in. Sadly, by the by Sony, they they could back in the day, they would never take a risk in you know, positioning an artist outside of their genre. So she was, you know, forbidden to release it. So what she did, did she was, release it? so she did, but she sang all the backing vocals and layered her vocals underneath one of her friends who sang lead, but she wrote oh. and produced all these songs and released oh. them in the nineties. And it wasn't really a successful album at the time. It never really made it big, but mm-hmm. no one fucking knew about it. And for the lambs to not know about that's <laughs> that means that, a lot. She must have buried it deep. Oh, she must have really been like, Sony not gonna get me today. And you know the second she alluded to it, that shit went to number one on Amazon, that CD. It's like fucking sold Wait, out. No one can get their hands the on it. What is the name of it? So it's called Someone's Ugly Daughter, and she went by the alias Chick. It's actually really <gasps> good. I have I just found a yeah, so I have it Wait. down downloaded from a lamb hooked me up. So if you want it, I can send it to you. No, send it to me because I'm back in that groove. That's, Listen, that's what I'm listening it's to. It's actually very, very good. And she said there's a version with her singing lead that she just needs to get her hands on. So hopefully that happens. Sorry to cut you off. This was just a very big <laughs> revelation that we had. And I was like, this woman's musicality is unparalleled. Like, yeah, no, the range that she quite literally has oh both vocally God. and musically. Wow. Wow. Genius. But a crumb. If I could just have a crumb of the talent that she has. I know. A crumb, a bite, please. <laughs> Something. So back to your pop punk phase that you're going through. Yeah. So I went through that the night after the verdict of the killers of Breonna Taylor. And then the next morning I woke up, cried all morning. Um, I was supposed to have a meeting and I was like, can't can't do this. Not at all. So I called in black. Uh, And for those that don't understand what that terminology is, because I'm learning now that there's actually people that don't know what that is, is essentially when you call in. Because as a black person or, you know, as a minority, you are heavily affected by something that has happened in either the mainstream media or, you know, government and different situations that affect your mood. And the Breonna Taylor verdict, I truly was like, I cannot function. I am filled with such sadness and anger. I am in mourning. And yet again, we're watching white cops get Mm -hmm. away free for killing an unarmed black person and trying to make their death their fault. Yeah. And I couldn't hand I physically couldn't handle it and understandably luckily, so. Yeah, and luckily, you know, I have enough vacation days that I was able to take off for work and luckily my roommates understood what was happening and they, you know, gave me the gave space, space that I to needed. Process, yeah. But it was it was bad and then I'm actually back home. Um, I'm realizing now that I have the capacity to be very mean when I'm angry and blow up at people. We're learning a lot of things about ourselves. Uh, I know in this situation in particular, like I was the one that was mad and I was the one that was blowing up. Mm -hmm. And I think I had to take a step back and like recognize I have the capacity to become very mad and to do harm. 
Okay. Which I think is something that I never thought that I had the capacity to do. Not necessarily physically, but at least emotionally on people. Mm-hmm. Like, I know what pinpoints to hit if I really want to, like, dig into somebody. But then also, too, like, I was talking about this with um, someone that was there when the situation happened. And yes. they were essentially pointing out to me that the way I reacted clearly was, like, I was triggered by something and I didn't know what it was. Um, and actually, mm. I was triggered by them and, like, the past relationship I had with that person at the time. Okay. Um, this is a family dynamic thing. So, I think it's just, it's been a week of me, like, I've, and the person, well, the person I was fighting with my, was my little sister. She was the one I got mad at. You know, siblings, we fight. But yes. I think, and, like, we've, <laughs> all too as, yeah, so, like, we, me and my sister as an entity have moved forward from this situation. She's forgiven me. I have apologized but i've honestly been like kind of taking a step back and just like being in my room since then because even though she's forgiven me and like our relationship is better since that mm-hmm. i still am upset at myself and i'm still ashamed at myself for how i reacted so i've taken a step back to really assess okay this is how i reacted this is what i was triggered by now i finally understand like what i was actually triggered by And it's like, how do we move forward? One, to heal from the situation. And two, if I have that same trigger again, react differently or at least change the outcome in the sense of how do I communicate what I'm feeling without hurting that person purposely, if that makes sense. No, that makes sense. So, yeah. So this week has just been a lot of me just sitting inside, minding my business, except today I actually went apple picking with my friends, which was such a joyous experience. I love it. I literally was like, yeah, I'm going to live on a farm. And then my friend was like, you want to go back? (laughs) She literally was like, that's slavery. And I was like, first of all, it's indentured servitude. Stop this. (laughs) Oh, my God. But we love a nice fun fall. Activity. It was so cute. Just like reaching for apples, collecting the apples. I'm currently like I have a um, bottle of apple, like fresh pressed apple oh, cider next to me yes. that I'm planning on drinking as we record this episode. Slurp that up. It, so, yeah, it was a really nice day to like, you know, hang out with my friends and like go outside for the first time in honestly yeah. in a few days and just be. Mm-hmm. And I guess remind myself that I'm not 100 percent of the time a monster and that what happened is actually like very infrequent in my life. It is human. And that's the thing. That's the thing. That's the <laughs> thing. And that's the thing at the end of the day that I didn't understand. Yeah. Is that like my humanness is something that I need to expect. Like yeah. I'm not going to do everything perfectly 100% of the time. I have the capacity to do wrong. I have the capacity to be wrong. Mm-hmm. And I need to accept that as part of myself. And until you accept that, you can't move forward like forward Mm -mm. from it and learn from it if you're still if you're always just like oh like i can't do that and then it happens it's going to keep happening until you recognize that that's something that you need to at least that what they call insanity isn't that the Uh, yeah yeah doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results i think that's what yeah so it's just been i'd say this week has been a lot of self-reflectiveness it hasn't really been i'm proud of myself in the sense of it hasn't been self-deprecation at first it was okay um but now it's less self-deprecation and more okay this is where we're at this is how i'm feeling what are the roots of these and how do we heal from it and then also how do we learn from this situation so it's literally just been me sitting in my room meditating with my journal my roommates shout out to y'all they uh got me crystals for my birthday that is so fun and i've actually enjoyed having the crystals because i don't 
personally for me, I know a lot of people feel like certain crystals have certain healing properties and like give off certain energy levels, which like if you like believe that and it helps you in that way, Mm -hmm. totally go for it. I'm not going to bash you in any way, shape or form. Like they're crystals, like do what you want. Um, But what I've really found has been really helpful with the crystals is each crystal represents a specific thing or a specific um, project and stuff like that. So it's been nice because every time I'm like going through a hard time or I feel like unloved and stuff like that, I'll grab a crystal that might represent a specific thing as a physical reminder. Cause I'm always trying to remind myself mentally about stuff, but I have a terrible memory. When have you ever known me to remember things? Never. Exactly. (laughs) So like having these physical entities to be like, this represents balance. So if you feel out of balance, is there something that you could do to balance it out? Or is there, you know, like, or at least like be able to recognize, okay, this part of your life is out of balance, but this part of your life currently is in balance. So you can at least sit and like appreciate that. It's not like everything's out of balance. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like having that physical reminder to be able to look at that and then think about that has been so helpful. Why did I not buy these before? (laughs) So it's great. So it's this week has been good and bad in the sense of like, I've honestly learned a lot about myself. My journal has gotten to know so many secrets that I didn't even know before because we had repressed trauma. Um, But it's good that we're working through it. We need to. Yeah, that we're working through. And I was actually talking to my friend about this today. Riley, shout out to you. And I wanted to say this as a message to everyone. Like if you're going through a hard time and if you're realizing a lot of things about you or your relationships or your family and you're crying a lot, just recognize that as a kid, you were having growing pains. And then one day you look up and you're like, oh, I'm taller now. Cool. Like you going through this emotional, essentially like metamorphosis and whatever situation you're in is growing pains. Yeah. And just know that you will see, like you will see the results of all the work that you're doing. You might just not see it now, but you will see it. And people around you will start to recognize it. Exactly. And it sucks. Listen, because we be crying. Yo, the crying playlist <laughs> be hitting You know these I got days. that languishing playlist. Ugh. Ooh, you already know the vibes. You know, like, the vibe. Mm, we be sad. But sometimes we, we need that. Like, it's kind of like a warm hug. It is like a warm hug. So I think it's just remember. Yes. Yes, it hurts. And yes, you are going through it. And yes, what you're feeling is valid. But know that you are doing this work for a reason. Amen. You might might be breaking generational curses within your family. Mm. Like, it really be rough out here. (laughs) Well, I am so happy. I think this is the longest introduction that we've ever had, but I love it. (laughs) No, I really do like this because I think this is really going to preface our discussion about this book because I've I've been reflecting so much because there are so many moments, I hate to bring it back to the book, but that I've noticed, oh, I relate to this in my own life. And I think it's going to open up a lot of discussions like what we were just having right now with you talking about going through your own trauma. So definitely make sure to tune in because I'm really excited and I'm already taking notes about things I want to talk about and how it relates to my own life. And I'm glad we're having these conversations because... They're important and and they're not really had. It's a rare occurrence. And yes, we really need to give ourselves a break and recognize why we feel the way we do sometimes. Yeah. And I know people also dog on the Internet a lot, too. Like, I know how you were saying, too, with the Lamely being like, we are a family. 
I was talking about this too, like with the sense of the internet where so many generations before us, they were all going through similar things, but no one was aware was either of it. not talking about yeah. it or didn't have the means to talk about it with people outside of their, you know, like communities and stuff. And I think the internet just in recent times for obvious reasons has been such a powerful tool, especially in that where people can at least be like, I'm going through this and other people can be like, Oh my God, like I am also I am going too. through it. Yeah. Like that's literally the one direction community is how I discovered that I had depression. Like I was like, yo, other people don't just be sad all the time. And then I'm like, Oh, they oh, do. Wait. And then I'm like, oh, there's a reason <laughs> for that. What, what was the reason? Like, what was the what, reason? What was the reason? But like, at least being able to be like, I have a chemical imbalance. Like that is yeah. so validating. Yes. In and of validating being. And I learned that from yes. tumblr.com of all websites. <laughs> yeah, this is good. I like this because the stories we have, I feel like we're just going to breeze over because half of them I don't care about, but I, there was, what else could I do? Um, literally me trying to find stories. Actually, the stories that I brought to you last week, most of they were good. Of them actually, I, I did them. care about. Yeah, but they weren't like stories. They were more like wholesome news, moments, like quick news. Yeah, yeah. So, oh my god! Wait, I, think, I actually yeah is one of the stories Harry Styles. No, about what you told me this morning. Yes. We're gonna get into this. Okay, this is gonna be a good <laughs> teaser for the next segment. So we're gonna be back right after this. Hey everybody, it's Sal. As I'm sure you already know, this year's election cycle is extremely important. And there are a lot of people out there that are trying to make sure that you can't vote. With that said, it's very important to make sure that you have a voting plan. This video isn't sponsored, but we feel that it's important to make sure that everyone is able to be civically engaged. And if we can provide you with some resources that will help you out, we are more than happy to do so. That being said, there's a website called BallotReady.org. This website will give you a nonpartisan guide to the candidates in your area. After all, we're not just voting for the president. There are a plethora of other resources on that website to help you make your plan to vote. Your vote matters. And politics start locally. Also, if you happen to live in Pennsylvania and you're planning to vote by mail, please listen. Pennsylvania Supreme Court ruled that officials can reject so-called naked ballots that are received without the secrecy envelope. So make sure to fill out your ballot, place the ballot in a secrecy envelope, and place that secrecy envelope in the mailing envelope. And make sure to sign the declaration or your vote may not count. And remember, your ballot must be postmarked by November 3rd. Whether you plan to vote in person or by mail, make sure you're familiar with the voting requirements in your area. Get registered to vote and have a plan. Our lives depend on it, guys. We're going to get back to the show. All right, everybody. This is the part of the episode where we get into it we're gonna get into all the juicy news and hot gossip and don't you worry that harry Styles story i know exactly what she's talking about that shit's no, we're juicy. getting into it that caught me off guard this it's morning juicy. and that is why i am leaving it until the very end so you fucking listen to this <laughs> podcast all right so uh it was such a uh, I don't even know what to say. It was just heartbreaking this morning because last night I was putting together the stories for today mm -hmm. and there has been a ton of baby news. Everyone's having babies. Everyone's having. Oh, yes. I know so many people that are pregnant right now. I'm already an auntie. 
What? About to be an auntie again in a few months. Wait, what? Already? She had her baby? No, no, no. My cousin. Oh, my cousin okay. that's like a sister to okay. me. Yeah. I no, thought she you had her baby. Sister. Sorry. But then my actual She's other due family in member. It's January. Okay. So I'm like, you better either have that baby late or early because I refuse to have another Capricorn in this family. <laughs> <laughs> I Not refuse. Either that baby's going to be it. premature or that baby is going to be full, Stop. like oh fully grown. Cuz I ref- I will be damned if we have yet another Capricorn uh, in this family of air signs and water signs. Come on. But Come going on. back to the Bobbises, um Zayn Malik and Gigi Hadid apparently had their baby. I I'm so happy so for So they them. had a little girl. Do you, do you know what the name was? I can't. I have no idea what the I name is. I don't think is, they though. announced the name. Um, but Which they, honestly good for them. Yes. <laughs> and um, he had a photo that had like the little small hand. That baby got his... some long nails. I know. My one friend was like, did they? Did they do the baby's nails for this picture? I, I was like, you know what? Shut the fuck up. No, they didn't. <laughs> Wait, are they still local? Like, was this like down the street? Okay. <laughs> when I went apple picking and I literally was like, where's Zane? <laughs> but then literally, I was like, he had a baby at? like two weeks ago. Like, I'm, and also, I don't know. I find it weird. Like, because Zane has been in our area for such a long time. But like, I don't know. It's weird to be like, I'm going to go look Yeah, for we this don't person. need to be like, snooping on people's If he's living lives. out here, there's a reason. Exactly. Like, he's trying and to have When some I say privacy. this, I just kid. I'm not stalking people. I just think it's oh, funny. Oh, yeah. No, but like, I like it. But I said in a sentence, the full sentence was in the words of Simon Cowell at the dance auditions for X Factor back in 2010. Where's Zane? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you suck. <laughs> you are the worst. All right. Um, also, Donald Glover and Michelle White welcomed baby number three. Wow. I didn't, I didn't even know, know he had kids. It, they had, <laughs> yeah, I didn't know they had kids. I didn't know he had kids. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, congratulations. So he's named Babies. Donald after his father. Wow. And, the third one um, being named Donald. That's actually, that's not normal, right? Isn't it usually the first one named after the... It typically is. So I guess, I don't know, something gave in. Um, and they're hinting that they're looking towards adopting in the future. So Aww. that's exciting. That is fun. Congrats we to love you guys. Adoption. I've already decided I'm just going to adopt. I don't know. Having a baby, the thought of like that whole process. Yeah, I don't no, want to be you. in the room. I don't want to see any of it. I don't, I don't want to be in the room either. <laughs> like I don't want, I have no interest. Yeah, no thank like, you. You no can bueno. give it to me. I want it cleaned off. I don't want all the juices on it. <laughs> Cleaned, cleaned <laughs> off. I hate you. I fucking hate you. Um, cleaned off. Yeah, I don't need he all says. the juices. Um, yeah, and yeah. So also, uh, Usher welcomed a baby girl. He's had a bunch of kids that are older, um, but he just had a new baby girl with his girlfriend. Her name is Sovereign Bo Raymond. How regal! Sovereign and, Bo Raymond. Yes. I don't know why, but I love Bo as a name. Is that weird? I like it too. I really like Bo as a name. That's Aww, cool. Good for her. Or and, good for um, them. I don't know the gender post, of this baby. posting pictures of the, these babies' hands. Um, and he goes, isn't she lovely? By Stevie Wonder on repeat. We love Stevie. Aww. I love Stevie. Yeah. Congrats to you guys. Yeah, um, no, good for them. I'm actually really happy for them because I know for yes. a lot of people, a baby is a blessing. Um, personally, if I found out I was pregnant now, Lord have mercy, that would not be a blessing. 
Um, but I also understand why they post pictures of just the baby's hands and not their face. Well, because yes, that's a child. Obviously. This, you agreed to be famous, not this child. So I'm team. If you want it, like Carrie Washington, you finna sign an NDA. Not a single picture of oh, my child amen. is going I, to be I on the I agree with that. I just thought it was funny how they're all just the same thing. Like, you know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. It's just that cheesy, like, little, like, alien hand wrapped around some, like, huge thumb. Literally, like, can we switch it up? What about like, you know, the baby's feet, you know? <laughs> so in light of all this exciting news, and I put these together last night. Okay. I woke up to some really devastating and heartbreaking news from Chrissy it? Teigen and John Legend. What? So as you know, they've been expecting and she's been very open about it. And they're such a loving and caring family. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, their baby didn't make it. Mm-hmm. Um, ugh. And it's... they were talking about how typically they never named their babies until they delivered. Um, but yeah. this time they just began calling the baby Jack and they just knew it was going to be Jack. And um, in a statement, they wrote, he will always be Jack to us. Jack worked so hard to be a part of our little family and he will be forever. Uh, The thing that made like really just hit me in the stomach the most um, was Chrissy Teigen tweeted this morning, driving home from the hospital with no baby. How can this be real? And um, that just says it all. Yeah. I have actually had multiple family members um, suffer from miscarriages Honestly, within the past year, mm-hmm. and it's hard because they, you want that so badly, and it's and in a way, I feel like sometimes people can't help but think that it's their fault when it's not. You know? Exactly, it's absolutely never your fault. There's so many different like I've done quite a few classes about like sexual health and stuff, which covers you know pregnancy mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And if you look at just the sheer list of reasons that someone can miscarry it's shocking how often people go to term with pregnancies and it also makes sense why one-fourth of people that get pregnant miscarry or at least one-fourth of pregnancies end in miscarriage so i just hope that she is surrounded by people that support her that don't blame her i hope that she recognizes that it's not her fault just want to clarify that this was not a miscarriage um, oh. But I understand where you're coming from. She, they oh, wait, had was it they delivered the baby, but he did not make it afterward. Oh, I mean, but that's allegedly, still this very is what similar. I read. Um, yeah. So, I mean, if that's the case, that's it's different. It's not the same thing. I'm as not a saying that the other is any less. I mean, yeah. they're both completely tragic. Um, and. Ugh, it's just so sad because they're so open about their family's love and about their kids and they always have so much fun and are such a wholesome couple. Yeah. Uh, it's just devastating. Stillborn's so. hard. That's hard. Things are going to work yeah. out hopefully in the future. I know it's going to be hard to get there, but... Yeah, but yeah. I just hope that they understand again it's there's probably nothing that they could do knowing as you say how loving and how accepting they are as a family that i know that they probably did everything in their power that they could do and it just sucks that it still didn't work out so i want i hope that they know that you know it's not their fault 
And I hope that they get the love and support and the help that they need to like get through the situation. Cause that's hard. I can't imagine. Oh, yeah. That's so hard. Uh, so prayers out to you guys. This next story. So you know how Demi Lovato got engaged. I think it was back in yes. July. Okay. I do. Re- I, for some reason I saw that and I was like, okay. Yeah, I, said, <laughs> I was just going to say the same thing. I saw it and I said, all right. Um, <laughs> Like, Wait, what is that video? I think it was of Nikki again. We keep talking about Nikki, but she saw one of the comments on her like Instagram live, and she's like, "All right." Uh... Wait, what did she say? Uh, child. Anyway, so <laughs> that that was my reaction. Um, so apparently, her fiance was in Young and the Restless. He was a soap okay. star, and so they split, and now he's coming oh. out. And saying that he was not given a heads up about the end of their romance until news of their split went to the public in a tabloid. Uh, Uh, He posted on Instagram, imagine finding out about the status of your relationship through a tabloid. While your significant other is in the middle of filming a biopic about a pastor in a Christian church whose intention of the film is to help people. Then he continued... (laughs) And shared a third post that simply said, God bless. So a rep close to Demi, or Demi, is that how they say it? Um, said, <laughs> the relationship has ended. Demi? <laughs> and that was it. That's all they said. And apparently, <laughs> uh, she came out with this I Love Me song. I didn't listen to it, so I don't know what it's I, about. Yeah, I didn't even know she had a new song. But now there's this whole... Beef going on because the couple split what like went public less than two weeks after Lovato defended her fiance when social media posts resurfaced from 2011 in which he appeared to diss Demi, tweeting that he wanted to marry the Grammys nominee, um, Selena Gomez at the time. Selena Gomez was a Grammy nominee. I, yeah, I I have questions about that. Number one, I, I think this is from page <laughs> six. For, like, best so pop hence song, why, I'll give her that. I'll hence give her that. why the source, the relationship has ended. A close source is what they always like to say. I think this mm-hmm. was on page six. So this is all alleged. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not taking any of this. Yeah, no, this song. is like so stupid. But weren't they on Barney? Yeah. Oh, my God. I forgot about yeah, that. Like a million years ago. And then I think they actually had a fallout. So I listen, that's, that must be shit. If she, if he never knew about it and then it came out into the press and I love how he mentioned he's in this like Hallmark film (laughs) about like some self promo (laughs) at the same time as like, he admits that he was like treated poorly. (laughs) I know. By like the person that he was with romantically. Yeah. They were like engaged, but apparently it was only like a brief, like two months they were together. Allegedly. I don't know. I just assumed that. Um, yeah. Or I think I heard about that. I don't know. But um, another insider says that they were skeptical about their relationship and the longevity of it. So. Uh, if you're skeptical, then why would you get engaged? I know. I feel yeah. like she likes to play with her fans. Uh, I don't like it. <laughs> I'll be Maybe. honest. I think she makes up stories. <laughs> I don't know about that. personally. <laughs> I'm just going to like by like, like little shit. I feel like she gets excitement by all these little relationships and these little 
rendezvous. But that's an engagement. Like, an engagement's, like, a big deal. No, celebrity and they, like, world. posted about it, too. Listen, the amount of people that are engaged, Kim Kardashian, 72-day marriage. I keep forgetting that that was a thing. Yeah, engagements are not taken seriously in that world. Oh, and then she know. released the song Still Have Me. And she and yeah. there's a quote saying, I don't have much, but at least I still have me, and that's all I need. Well, amen to that. I yeah. can agree with you on that, sister. No, power but, to um, you, sis. It's just, that sucks if that's exactly how he I found know. out that he was, his engagement was broken off. But at the end of the day, I don't care. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I, I do not care. I just hope that at least he gets the ring back, you know? Oh, he better. But you know the Levotics. I want to know like where the Levotics stand right now because I feel like everything's being like held to question. I don't think I've ever seen like a hardcore like Levotics stand. Not to say that they don't exist. I'm sure. I just don't think I've ever. I know a few people that are like borderline, and I'm like, what are you doing? But um, (laughs) that's that. I do not care. All right. So more about <laughs> stuff I don't care about since <laughs> this is all I could find. So we were talking about how keeping up with the Kardashians ended. Yes. And now there are rumors going around. Word on the curb is that Miss Kim K is going mm-hmm. to be filing for divorce from Kanye. That rhymed. Um, and that is why the show is ended. And we know she is the matriarch of that show. That show mm-hmm. would not exist without her. Um, so I would not be surprised if that were the case because word on the curb is that Chloe especially is very upset about it ending and she has been very attached to it and is not willing to um, let it go. So I would not be surprised if this is the case. But apparently she put something on Instagram with her family and it said, how could I be so lucky? And that's, I guess, supposed to signal that they're not getting a divorce. But who even knows what that means? You're care. dead silent. Oh, my I God. Care. I honestly, like, zoned out halfway through that. I, like, Oh, I my God. But, um. Yeah. Yeah, I sure. I mean, I <laughs> listen, I can understand he is not in the best mental space. That's the thing. I just hope that Kanye gets the mental help, like the professional mental help. That and he if it needs. calls for the show to end and for her to not be a part of it, then I then so understand that and support that. Then so be yes. it. But yeah, when it comes to the show and with that family, again, go with God. Go with God. That's, uh, that's really We're all just going to say. leave it at that. Um, <laughs> Because I really don't have much else to say. That was my only talking point. If, you know, for his mental health reasons, I can understand why she would want the show to end, period. That's yeah. it. Um, and, I mean, I understand from her siblings it's tough, but they're going to be okay. Okay? Yeah, they're going to be fine. okay with all their makeup lines and all their, you know, self-tanner. That's like extreme shades of brown. Yeah, with like the different, you know, pieces of black culture that they like still yeah. can appropriate. Yeah. Like, they're going to be fine. They're going to be fine. But bouncing off of this, Miss Kylie Jenner posted a bikini pic that has made a huge impact on voter registration. So there was this picture of her in a bikini and it was pretty much just a thirst trap. And it as a result, there are now 50,000 potential new registered voters. Are you serious? Yes. 
Vote.org got an 80% increase in total users of its voter registration and verification tool from the prior day. And that all translates to more than 48,000 users going to the site through Kylie's Instagram post. And it's still rising. I can't even be mad at that. You know, I can't either. If that's what it takes to get people to register to vote, so be it. This is honestly the first time I'm hearing of her using her platform for something well, yeah, bigger that than herself. Too. Same here. But so hey, you know if what? this is one thing if I can voting, support. Go ahead. Do Post it. that thirst trap. Use do it. that Instagram for good. Because there's, so, I don't know how it. people follow her. But people like fawn over her still to this day, and it's been like that for years. But I'm like, okay, yeah. if you're gonna bring attention to something that's worth the time, do it. Yeah, like listen, if you want to post a thirst trap, maybe you know, put a link to a specific community bail fund, like at the caption. Yeah. You know, like you got options. So you know, if you want to post this thirst trap so that people can register to vote, I can get behind that. This is something I'm not mad at. <laughs> Me too. So go, Kylie. Hopefully your sisters can follow through and do the same. Everyone go and register to vote. Yes, go Ballot register Ballot ready.org. They make it very and simple. And make sure that you vote correctly, especially if you're doing mail-in ballots. Yes. Don't forget, don't forget. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so this last story kind of pissed me off. It pissed me off a lot. Um, mm. <laughs> mm. So Chance the Rapper, he's been oh, saying Lord. shit. I don't know where I, like, his head's I cringe every time I, mean, I, I hear used his to name love now because... We all did. We all did. We all did. We all did. No, we all did. And I'm mad because now we have to go through this again. So First Kanye, now him. Continue. What is it? (laughs) What is it this time? He has been listening to Justin Bieber's new album. Mind you, the new single, Holy, is good. I like it. I haven't listened to a new Justin Bieber album since Justin Bieber's. I think it was Never Say Never was the last full oh, Justin honey, Bieber Oh, honey, you didn't listen to the one in 2016 with Sorry? I listened to Sorry, but not the that album, That was no. a good album. That was, like, good. Like, that listen, was, like, I was a beyond Justin Bieber. I was a believer for two seconds with the first album because once, like, the second album started coming around, One Direction came into my okay, life. So fair. I was a believer for, like, <laughs> 0.2 seconds. Go and back to that album, back. though. That, that is a very good one. I still listen to it, which is crazy because mm-hmm. it's Justin Bieber. But that was a very, very good album. Yeah. Um, I remember really liking Sorry. I'll give him that. But Yummy? Question yeah, marks. this past Lots album was marks. trash. I didn't really like it. But now apparently he's working on new music. And Chance the Rapper decided to compare his new work. I can't even to Michael Jackson's off the wall. Mind you off the wall Hmm. was a groundbreaking record that is like untouched. Listen, all the scandal aside, this was before any of that shit went down. I'm just strictly talking about music. And why would he say that? Like, that's just comical. I'm just really trying to understand why he would say that. You can just say it's a really, really, really good album. Like, why would did comparing you feel the it need to, to compare the it? Icon that to Michael, Michael Jackson's "Off the Wall." Off the oh. Wall. Not even like one of his like subpar records, if that even is. Um, I mean, thank God it wasn't Thriller, but still, oh, "Off the Wall." Off the Wall. Yeah. So no. I mean, hopefully he. 
he, I haven't listened to it, so who knows? Hopefully this is meaning something because apparently he's just mixing in a lot of different genres onto this album. But, um, that was just a very bold statement. And I don't think people really paid attention to it. Like the second no I saw that on Twitter, right now. I said, when he started what? supporting Kanye for president, so oh, many well, people yeah. were like, yeah, it's time to no. go. <laughs> yep. So I've stopped listening to what he says for a long time. Honestly, I'm not surprised. He can just keep digging himself in this hole. Sure. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, that was just, I was like in Planet Mars That's reading painful that. painful to hear. I, I like, know. What? Like, you really said those words out and of your did. mouth. You did. Oh, boy. God. Or Chance or whoever the hell you are. All right. So that's it for Hot Topics. <laughs> That was so short. I loved that. That was so <laughs> short, but I feel like, oh my God, wait, no, that is not it. <gasps> wait, oh my God, we almost forgot. <laughs> <laughs> We've been keeping you guys waiting. You're like, you're giving me the, these stupid ass stories. Shit that you don't care about. And our listeners more than likely do not fucking don't care, care about. about. And now they're like waiting for the real juice. Harry you, Styles. Do you want to break it to him? No, I'm going to break it. I'm going to break it. Um, so there's a new rumor that I discovered via TikTok that I was perplexed by and immediately forwarded the TikTok to every single person I know. Um, but basically, the current Harry Styles rumor is that he is either currently dated, dating, or has previously dated or had a fling with the Tracy Ellis Ross. And all I want to say is that in Adore You, he says, <laughs> he says the line, brown skin with lemon over ice. And we all know that Tracy loves her lemon water. So I'm not saying Adore You is written about Tracy Ellis Ross. Is there any other, like, evidence? No, this is completely my own theory. Like, no one else is saying this. But no, there's some evidence where, like, they were at a show backstage and people claim that they like went on a date together once and were making, you know, oh. very or like yeah, talking about like, like sexual experience. Like 45. And I if they are dating or have dated, do you understand how much of a win this will be? This will be like the first essentially person of color that Harry has dated. Oh my god. And not to mention Diana Ross, the boss's daughter. And plus, Tracy Ellis Ross is so cool and comical and fun. Like, fucking go, That's the Harry. Thing. I'm like, this is such a, like, this is good like, for Harry because it's Tracy Ellis Ross. Like, in this relationship, if it existed, I don't care about Harry Styles. And you know how I feel about Harry Styles. Yeah. I don't care about Harry Styles. <laughs> I want to know everything from Tracy Ellis Ross's point of view because she is so fucking iconic she like is. She, she really is, is such an inspiration and she's so confident in herself and her abilities and she's had so many incredible lifelong experiences she's an amazing actress i'm currently re-watching girlfriends and wow yeah. wow wow she is so good she has so much talent so i'm just hoping this is true because i need a win oddly enough like it's odd because that dynamic, I feel like we really don't see younger men with older women. It's usually just older men with younger women. But yeah. I feel like Harry has that kind of like old soul to him. And he's known to and have dated older, people well, older yeah, than but, him. Yeah. We all know from the <laughs> special. Um, but yeah, that's 
That is so, when you texted me that this morning, my jaw dropped. I was like, what? Like that is, came out of left field. Out of left field. And I hope it's true. I really do Ugh. hope it's true in some aspect. Except also if he did write Adore You about Tracy Ellis Ross, which here's the thing, most likely didn't happen. It seems like he just wrote the song just to write it. Okay. I am jumping to conclusions because that's the only Olympic hey, sport I know yes, how to do. Amen and, to that. <laughs> and if he wrote it about Tracy Ellis Ross, then the line brown skin er. You know, yeah. I don't know. I feel kind of weird about it. But essentially, I hope that he either has or is dating or has some sort of a flirtatious relationship with Tracy Ellis Ross. Yes. And that is the Harry Styles rumor that I have heard recently. I'm sure there are a ton of other Harry Styles. Oh, also, yeah. somebody else on TikTok was saying how it was a black woman. How a lot of black people are like, Harry's never dated a black woman before. Da, 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 da. This was before this rumor broke okay. out, like a week before this rumor broke out. And then this girl on TikTok was like, have you ever sat down and thought about maybe the black woman that Harry's reaching out to doesn't want him? And I was like, good point. Good point. Amen. Good point. So, yeah. I'm excited to see where this goes. I feel like this has the potential to be a whole nother Larry conspiracy theory moment i'm do ready you? i'm ready i've been <laughs> do we have I any have pet names yet pet names like couple names yes for i mean we can create one right now it's harry and tracy terry okay there's terry and there's hurry but like imagine Her- harry styles falling into the descendants of miss diana ross like you have the Simpsons on the one My end. My head just thoughts. Lots and now of you have Harry left. Styles joining in. Can, like Harry Styles oh. with the Ross family. Excellence is all I have to say. Thoughts. Lots of thoughts. All right. Full, we love that. Keep us posted. <laughs> if you find an inkling or an ink, what's the word? Inkling? Inkling is the word. Inkling. <laughs> I'm making shit up. But what? if you find the slightest. <laughs> bit of juice or a little crust give it to us oh yeah no for this story i'm gonna keep up with it yeah. because i care this one i care <laughs> this about. one we care about <laughs> <laughs> all right that concludes this segment of hot topics we're gonna be back after this Hello, everyone, and welcome back to our next segment, Tittering Tweets, where it doesn't necessarily need to be a tweet, but I read something funny, and then we respond to it and laugh and just get some giggles. Always. Because, you know... We need it. We, we're, over here, we're trying to laugh at least once a day, you know? Oh, honey, I'm laughing multiple times a day, 24-7. <laughs> Especially now that I have these masks on, I can laugh all the time. Oh, I'd be pulling out, like, full world tours. Like, I'm putting on a concert behind yes. my mask. Do not ask me a question, because I'm busy. I'm rehearsing. Oh, amen Thank you. Um, but this tweet, it was clearly made after... The first presidential debate. Um, oh I don't oh want to mess. discuss it because Lord in heaven. There's already enough yeah, people there's discussing enough. it out I, there. I can't even get into it. Um, but this tweet I read and I laughed. So this first one, it's by at 77 plus 33 isn't 
100. Oh, now that I've read that out loud, I understand their <laughs> handle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to pronounce this. <laughs> That's funny. But they're right. They're right. Um, but <laughs> at 77 plus 33 <laughs> They said, this isn't a presidential debate. This is a crackle barrel lobby. This is a what? This is a Cracker Barrel Lobby. I'll read the whole thing again. <clears throat> this isn't a presidential debate. This is a Crackle Barrel Lobby. Listen, I have been fortunate in this life to have never stepped foot into a Cracker Barrel. But I have once. From my imagination. Said, this feels racist. Yeah, I assume. I, that's all I can picture. That I, is all I can picture. A mess. A mess. Also because Trump specifically pointed out to our good old city, Philadelphia, and he said bad things happen in Philadelphia. Somebody edited a picture of Gritty with like a news headline, and then <laughs> the news headline said Gritty post-debate. Fuck around and find out. <laughs> I love how everyone in Philly's trolling it though. Like everyone's just making memes. Like we're like, get the fuck out of here. Like what? I remember. Or I like, love. I love the stories that were like. Do you know how Facebook has that like safe notification? No. Well, like typically when something like serious happens, like if a natural disaster or a tornado, I've had friends post on Facebook. There's like an action that that they like to call it that says mm-hmm. it so and so is safe. And it has their location. And oh, everyone yes, was yes, posting yes, yes, yes. it on Instagram like, so-and-so is safe in Philly right now. And it's like, because <laughs> it's like, come on. Like, come on. I also just want to say, like, when I was watching the debate and he said bad things happen in Philadelphia, I was like, I literally wrong. said, like, you're not wrong. But at the same time, keep our name out your mouth. Worry about that yourself, too. boo-boo. Thank you. Like, <laughs> There's a lot worse going on in the rest of this country. But also, like... A lot of the things happen in Philadelphia based off of systemic racism. Yeah, so that uh, you're not willing to fix. That you're not willing to fix or recognize is a thing. So that's all I'm going to say. I don't um, want to give I, him that credit. No. That he doesn't recognize it. I'm sorry. This is calculated. You know, all those people, I'm just going to say it really quick. All those people that were comparing the two of them, which I only think they should have been comparing one of them, but that's just my, my opinion based mm-hmm. on the behavior to children. Give the give our children better respect. Like yeah, no, seriously, kids, kids behave kids a lot a better lot. than that. Because I think when people think of kids, they think of like tiny, tiny kids, which obviously like their legs, Even they have the capacity to go back Get and forth. Get out of here! Like, a kids kid in their terrible mediate situations a lot better yes, than most grown Please give them a break. Do not disrespect. Don't come at, come after those little babies like that. No, no, leave children alone. Leave them out of this. Period. But yeah, I just want to say Gritty, the mascot, um, quite literally is the love of my life. I remember when they first unveiled him, I was like, <laughs> ew. 
And no, then the I rest of the world it. was like, ew. And then I was like, no, y'all shut the fuck up. That's my boyfriend. Literally. Like, you <laughs> like, it was so, like, that was such a moment. I remember that. And I feel oh like it brought the city together so much. It really did. Because the whole nation was ganging up on us. And we were like, no, you no, better leave my boy alone. This is the fucking alone. best thing in the world. And I think this, that's the thing. It's just Philadelphia. So many interesting things happen in this city. Yeah, it's always sunny, so many baby. interesting things. Like a man fishing in like one of the like hole Stop. things in a sidewalk, like a sewer drain, and he catches a catfish. Like so many various things happen in Philadelphia. Oh my god, the M and M lady, the fucking the M and M lady. M and M lady. Oh my god, the lady that always carries the M and Ms on her head. I don't know you about Eminem, seen her? lady. No, oh my God, I she's thought been you were going to talk like, about suburban station and like all over the city. Good for her. No, she's I've never her. known her. Yes. The one lady I do remember was when I uh, I went to Temple, and there was one woman during Girl Scout season. Like she definitely probably was winning for like the specific Girl Scout like troop that her you know daughter or niece or whatever okay. was like trying to sell these like cookies with because she would pull up to the busiest like pedestrian intersection on temple's campus open up her trunk full of girl scout cookie boxes would hold one box up in each hand and then sing and i quote <clears throat> girl scouts and every day she would bring me the laughter that i needed oh, to get me through that semester God. That when I say she did beautiful. that every single no, day that it did that. not rain, <laughs> and she would immediately have a line going around the block oh, to should, her car. As she fucking should. You know her kid got that bicycle. She had the pipes and the will, and she made her <laughs> dreams come true. And I have to admire her oh for it. God. I have to. Give her her flowers. But yeah, no, I love the city of Philadelphia so much. Gritty's my boyfriend. I think I really fell in love with Gritty when the first hour on the job... He threatened the Pittsburgh Penguin <laughs> by saying sleep with one eye open bird. I think that's when he really gained my respect. <laughs> We're going to leave I that think there. That, that did that's, it for me. That's when I was like, he's the one. Yeah, he's the one. <laughs> okay, this has been Tittering Tweets, and this has been Into It. Do you have any final thoughts? Um, Final thoughts, I will say, pat yourself on the back. You're trying. I feel like we say this every week. It is so depressing, but it's like so true to the fucking <laughs> times we're living in. Like, shit's bad. It is. I will also say, if you can, go apple picking yes. or go to a pumpkin, pumpkin patch. patch. You will not regret it. Even if you go by yourself and you just walk around, go. You won't regret it. Do it. And wear a mask. Actually, Obviously. no, I'm going to say this. Wear a mask because cases are going up Ugh. and y'all still acting like it's fine. Ugh. Wear that mask. I Put that mask on right. Over the nose, covering the mouth, going below the chin. All of that. Put that mask on right. Amen. And uh, I'm just going to say, get that fucking book. The Meaning of Mariah Carey. It's available on Kindle. It's available at Barnes & Noble. I was the first one. (laughs) Me showing up to Barnes & Noble Tuesday morning before work, right when they opened. Parking lot's (laughs) empty. I'm like, hey. (laughs) Where is everybody? Hey. It's like that one, I forget which Real Housewives thing, but like where the person comes in and it's like, hey, and it's like awkward music immediately is played. That's you entering Barnes me, and Nobles to buy this me. book. And you know I snatched it off that lady's cart. She she didn't even put it up on the display yet. She knew she didn't have to. No, she knew she, she knew didn't she have didn't. to. 
You um, were really in that. I know exactly which Barnes and Nobles you went to too, and I know exactly how empty that parking yes, lot must have been. Yes, I know exactly okay. I how. Fr- Listen, this was like honestly. That the- parking lot is so big. I know, I know it is. But honestly, I think this was a message from God because I stopped at Dunkin' before I went, and. Apparently, it was like National Coffee Day or something. So I don't know if Mariah oh, wow. had that schemed up. But, you know, I was sipping my pumpkin spice waiting yes, for those were. doors to open. Yes, you were. Oh, wow. So get that book. I'm going to be listening to the audiobook. <laughs> Lyndon's going to start reading. Next week, we're going to have a discussion. And um, we're going to get into it. We're getting I'm into very, it. I'm so, very excited. <laughs> ugh. And in a matter of hours at this point. Yeah, this new fucking album. So next week, I don't even know if I'm going to be alive next week. You're going to have to. <laughs> Should we make it a Mariah Carey episode? I want to, but the thing is, there's so much in this book that we can't that's do fair, it in one fair. episode. We'll do a Mariah Carey segment. How we, about that? We will do an, I'm sure we'll do an episode in the future. But for now, I think we should do just a segment for the next like four weeks of each part of the book you know what i'm saying those marks yeah so we'll figure it out we'll get back to you guys um have a good week because i know i am (laughs) all right i'll see you next episode bye (laughs) say bye oh bye